Your psyche wants to feel good. It wants to be functional. If you're hurting, I can't tell you you're not hurting and that you shouldn't be hurting, right? Like that doesn't make any sense. That is the key to all of this magic because from that you can completely reshape your psychological landscape. It's like the the psychological equivalent of being able to move mountains and rivers and oceans. Welcome to Universal Man. My name is Mark Weppet and I'm here to help you unleash your apex potential. What if I told you that you could overcome every single negative emotion that comes your way? And not only that, but you could tap into high-powered states of motivation, focus, joy, and gratitude on demand. Well, you can. You just need to master the art of centered self-talk. And today I'm going to be kicking off a new series called the Self-Talk Toolbox, where I'll be teaching you how to do exactly that. In this video, I'm going to be giving you the foundation to get started. In the coming weeks, we're going to dive deeper in teaching you these more advanced mechanics. Self-talk is a superpower. I've heard people refer to this as almost self-hypnosis. Um, and I don't know if I fully agree with that, but it's pretty close. It's like it's the ability to shift your emotional states on demand. And honestly, like this is the thing. This is why people have addictions because they want to be able to directly control their emotional states. Okay, And normally, that's very difficult to do. It's very difficult to just say, hey, brain, produce this feeling. And so this is why people, they turn toward substances. They turn toward behavioral addictions. They turn toward things that give them reliable neurochemical changes because they don't want to feel the way that they're currently feeling. And so they want a feel-good button. Right. This is why people are, you know, addicted to smart drugs and Adderall and things like that, because they want to be able to focus. You know, th this is why people are hooked into like following social media personalities. They're 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 hooked into these fantasy worlds where they get to pretend like they're a hero or whatever so that they can get those feelings. They want feelings. Everybody wants feelings. Right. And if you learn how to talk with yourself you can get all the feelings you need. You just need to learn how to play the game. And that's what I want to be getting into in this self-talk toolbox series because I think so many people, they do not know how to interact with themselves. And because of that, they're missing out on a huge amount of their power because when you get good at this, you can handle any negative emotion. And in fact, you can actually turn a lot of negative emotions into positive emotions. And then, you know, you can kind of just program yourself to be where you want to be at any given moment. Now, this takes a significant amount of practice and self-knowledge and, you know, understanding of some of the mechanics and whatnot, but it absolutely can be done. And so that's, that's what I'm dedicated to getting into today, okay? Because without it, you're kind of a victim. Right. Like if you have a negative emotion and you don't have self-talk, you really have two options. You can just give in to the negative emotion, um, which, you know, doesn't work out super well. So it's like if you smacked every person that made you upset or you, you know, gave into every craving and impulse, you would just 
become a wreck, you know? Like, our emotions are not very smart, usually. Unless they've been highly conditioned in some sort of intentional manner, our emotions very often are kind of dumb, you know? We got this instinctual sort of programming in us that might keep us alive but doesn't necessarily serve us, particularly in the modern world. You know, this is why everybody's hooked on junk food and porn and stuff like that is because we got these instinctual drives that influence our emotions. And, you know, when they come up inside of us, most people just kind of roll over and give in to their detriment, right? And so if you don't want to do that and you don't have self-talk, well, then you kind of just have to repress it all. Right. (laughs) And you can you can override emotions like that. You can just squash them down and ignore them. But that comes with its own sort of problems. Uh, The first is like, how do you repress it? You know, what kind of mentality do you develop? I think many people, they develop a rather self-loathing mentality where they're they use fear. Uh, and and kind of self-hatred tactics of like, you better not give in or you're a piece of shit um, kind of mentality toward themselves to drive them forward and overcome their emotions. Or they just kind of bury it away and then it starts to fester and then it either spills out in some kind of uncontrolled manner or um, it turns into some other kind of complex or issue. So like, you know, just looking at food, for example, you know, someone's on a diet, if they just repress their cravings, uh, well, then eventually on the, you know, they're going to hit some breaking point where they just, you know, eat like, you know, 12 boxes of cookies or something like that. Or, you know, they take it the other way. If they don't know how to really manage their emotions, then they'll develop some kind of eating disorder or, you know, deeper sort of, you know, psychological complex that maybe that keeps them thin but makes them far less healthy psychologically, right? And so both of these options suck. And so if we want to overcome them, then we have need to have a different strategy, which is self-talk. The first thing we need to understand about self-talk is that our emotions always operate in narratives. Narratives are basically stories about reality. And the thing you need to know here is that if we can present a better narrative to our emotional mind, then our emotions will actually shift configuration. They will change if they have a new pattern to flow into. You can think of your emotions kind of like as this like running river. Okay, and it's running along a certain sort of track, and this track is often unconsciously formed, and the the configuration of that track determines how we feel. So if it's like shaped a certain way, well then we'll feel sad, or if it's shaped another way, we'll feel angry, right? So it's all depending upon like how are we shaping the path that our emotional energy can flow through. Okay, and that's what a narrative is. It's like a a channel for your emotional energy. And all the kind of stuff you hear about, like perspective, mindset, um, reframing, these are just other words for doing what we're talking about here. It's about presenting an alternative pathway for that emotional energy to flow into. And if you can present a better pathway, well, then your emotions will shift. Like your psyche wants to feel good. It wants to be functional and performing well and feeling good, right? And so if you present it with the opportunity to do that, it will jump. It will jump shift. You know, it's like how many times have you had a negative emotion and then someone says something kind to you or compassionate to you or, you know, they give you a better way of looking at things. Then all of a sudden, boom, your emotions change based upon this new information that comes in and offers your emotions a better pathway to flow through, right? 
That's what we're really trying to master here. And you have to believe that your mind really does want to shift because it does. Now, there are things that can go on in your psyche that can make it seem like your mind's stubborn and it really wants to hold on to some bad thoughts or bad emotions. And we'll get into all of that stuff later. But in general, if you can present the right mindset, present the right new narrative, your emotions will shift. But in order to do that, there's a couple of things that need to happen. First is that we need to take your emotions out of the unassailable realm of sensation. Okay, You can't challenge a sensation. You cannot, you know, tell a sensation that it's wrong, right? Like emotions, before they're articulated, they just exist as sensations. They just are feelings, right? So you can think of this as like an unconscious sort of emotion. You know, there's different levels of consciousness. Maybe you can feel it, but you don't actually know what it's saying. Sometimes people don't even know what they're feeling. It's just so buried so deep, but it's still actually impacting their behavior in a significant way. So we have to bring this to the surface and take it out of the realm of sensation. Like, you know, if you're hurting, I can't tell you you're not hurting and that you shouldn't be hurting, right? Like that doesn't make any sense. What we have to do then is we have to take our emotions and it's kind of like this running water. You know, we got to put it into containers that we can then move. Like if it's in its water form, you know, we try and move it. It just, you know, slips through our fingers. We got to put it into containers, into logical units that our rational mind can influence. And what is that? That's language, language, letters, you know, words. These are like little boxes that contain our flows of inform- or, uh, of of emotion that we can then rearrange by using our logical mind. And so the first step is you always need to translate what you're feeling into words. Until you do that, your rational mind has no power. It can't do anything with it. So first step of self-centered self-talk is translation. Turn your emotions into words. Now, once you do that, You can see, oh, this is the narrative of my emotions. And then you can rationally analyze this and respond. And that's the general pattern here is we have a a conversation between our emotional mind and our rational mind. I call this a conversation between the primal and terminal selves. And most of our issues come from our these parts being disconnected. This is like the heart of my whole Reforged Man course, which is where I teach people how to repair this relationship between the rational and emotional minds, uh, reforge it. And that's how I help guys quit porn because once we can get the emotions and the rationality all on the same page, doing good things is easy. So that's what this is, you know, the the heart of what we're trying to do here is you you translate your emotions into words and then you respond and you want to be responding as a leader and a friend, right? You don't want to be responding as an asshole. You don't want to be responding as some judgmental jerk. You don't want to be responding as some passive, uninterested, you know, detached, you know, party. You want to be showing up as a leader and a friend to yourself. And so you can go back and forth like this. And a lot of people at first, they struggle to do this just in their own head with themselves. And so this is why I recommend doing it in a journal. Okay, you know, like my whole Metascript method journaling guide, which you can get for free by clicking the link below and checking out my free guides. Uh, I go super in depth into how to do this, you know, in a journal. But, you know, this is something you can do anytime. I practice self-talk like all day. Anytime I'm running into a negative emotion, I engage in self-talk and eventually get to the point where you can just pop it off in your head as needed. But it's really this simple process, translating your emotions 
and responding, that is the key to all of this magic because from that you can completely reshape your psychological landscape. It's like the the psychological equivalent of being able to move mountains and rivers and oceans. And when you get good at this, you can construct an internal world that is tremendously resilient, powerful, focused, motivated, and filled with joy and love and gratitude. This is all possible, but you just have to start doing it. You have to start entering into that world because it goes deep and there's all kinds of stuff in there. Some of it's scary. Some of it's wonderful. Some of it's, you know, very strange and puzzling and counterintuitive. And so the big purpose of this one is to introduce you to the idea of self-talk and to get you started. All it takes is for you to sit down and have a conversation with yourself, see what you're feeling, and then try to respond to it. And if you just get, you know, frustrated with yourself, if you're getting mad at yourself because, you know, you, you're unable to shift it or you don't know what you're saying or whatever, or you're just getting overwhelmed with all the emotion that's there, that's fine. That's fine. We'll teach you how to start sorting through all this stuff. And if you need additional help or you want, you know, specific feedback from me, you can always check out the Vanguard and, you know, hit me up in the Q&A or the, the, the live calls, whatever you want to do. But, like, the, the heart here is I just want you to start talking with yourself in this, you know, after this video at some point today, and let me know what happens. You know, I'd love to hear in the comments below what happens when you start to talk to yourself. What did you, what did you find in there? What, uh, what kind of resistance did you encounter? Did you get any pushback? Did you get any breakthroughs? I want to hear about the stuff that you guys are going through because I can use that to tailor this series and the content moving forward. But hopefully you got something out of this. Hopefully you're excited about this. I know I am. Please like, please subscribe. Like I said, leave a comment, feed the algorithm, all that kind of good stuff, and share it to anyone else that maybe you would like them to, to follow along in this series with you, you know, because I think it's it's definitely more powerful to do this with people than just by yourself so that you can share experiences, notes, and all that kind of stuff. So that's what I have for you guys. Keep winning. I'll see you on the next one. Ooyap.